Rising Above Shadows of Abuse podcast. I'm your host, Grace Osborne. Last episode, we talked about the Forgiveness Project with Sally Mata. Today's episode is a continuation of the theme of forgiveness. Our special guest today is a fellow podcaster, Rosanna D. Forgive and Thrive podcast. She has a doctorate in science and has done lots of research work. She's a podcaster and her podcast is Forgive and Thrive. Welcome, Rosanna. Hi, Grace. Thank you very much for having me. You're welcome. In one of your episodes, you said Forgive and Thrive is about people who feel stuck and want to understand how to shape their world and move to the next level in their lives. Can you elaborate on this? Sure, thanks for asking. Um, Well, the podcast actually uh, came out of my personal experience. Uh, A couple of years ago, um, I simply burned out, uh, something that happens to many people uh, uh, nowadays. And when I started my uh, therapy, my psychotherapy, I started to peel a lot of layers out of uh, all the experiences that I went through life. And I realized at that point that very often we are stuck in life because we are feeling uh, a lot of negative emotions. And these emotions uh, don't allow us to actually Uh, go forward in life to get better results, for example, to have a more fulfilling life, because we keep thinking over and over the negative experiences that we went through. So these emotions are like uh, anger, resentment, uh, disappointment, um, all these sort of uh, negative uh, feelings that keep us thinking about what it was and not what it can be in the future and what we have right now. So we can uh, go to the, and think to the future. So uh, that was a, a first realization. Then uh, shortly after uh, I actually uh, reached that burnout, one of the first experiences that I had was um, uh, my mother um, basically advised me not to mention anything about my condition. And you can say that I started to experience some sort of uh, or stigma around, uh, um, you know, the, the mental health condition that I was living. And that made me realize that it wasn't fair. Uh, there was nothing I should be ashamed of, nothing I should be, um, it wasn't my fault. It was uh, environmental what happened to me. It wasn't genetic. So I promised myself that as soon as uh, I felt better, I would have uh, made myself available to raise awareness about mental health. So these two uh, situations basically um, about six months ago brought me to to think, okay, what can I do to uh, share my experience, to share my story with the world, to say um, that mental health is okay, on one end, uh, but also on the other that sometimes we get stuck and and we don't progress in life because we don't see that these emotions, these negative emotions are literally eating us. 
So with these two ideas, I decided to start a podcast, which is Forgiven Tribe. And it was uh, funny the way uh, these two verbs uh, came to me. Uh, I I, I said to a friend of mine, well, you know, I'm thinking about starting a podcast. And the first question that she asked was, okay, uh, how are you going to to call it? What's the name? And I just wrote to, to a message forgiven tribe i didn't think about it it just came uh, it was a kind of uh, i don't know divine intervention uh, i suppose so that's how everything started wow that is really good that's, that's <laughs> a good story and i'm so happy because this is something you've experienced and you're so passionate about it i listen to most of your podcast episodes and they're fantastic thank oh thank you so much <laughs> It, it always it's always good for the ego. <laughs> <laughs> um, why is it very difficult for women to forgive people, especially those who have abused them? Hmm. Most women have no support, hence they can't move into a state of forgiveness because they're still in the traumatic state. Oh, that's a, a fantastic question, a, a big one, uh, to be honest. Um, let me uh, chunk it, uh, because forgiveness is uh, is an issue for anybody, not just for women. And I believe that um, reaching forgiveness is first and foremost a journey. It's, it's not like switching a light. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't happen uh, overnight. You have to embrace it and embrace the journey to uh, really achieve it. But before that, there are lots of misconceptions that we have about it uh, when we think about forgiveness. Uh, Very often uh, we relate forgiveness, uh, for example, to religious uh, beliefs and forgiveness has nothing to do with that, at at least not the forgiveness I'm talking about, uh, which is the emotional uh, forgiveness. And, um, you know, there are lots of uh, uh, misconceptions uh, really uh, regarding what forgiveness is. Uh, One may think that uh, if I forgive someone else, I I need to accept what has been done to me. Not at all. I don't have to accept. If I uh, have been abused, I cannot accept the abuse. I don't accept it. I don't condone condone the abuse. So uh, it's, it's not about that. Uh, forgiveness uh, is not about the other person. You know, you may think that, you know, you, you have to be in a sort of relationship with the, the person that um, abused you or uh, wronged you. It, it's not about that. It's not about the other person. Uh, it, it's only uh, about yourself. It's moving forward in life. It's, it's making sure that all these feelings that you have towards that person for what they did to you, don't affect you anymore. So you live where they belong and that's your past and you don't take them into your future. Um, What else? There are lots of other uh, misconceptions, you know, like uh, the person, for example, that um, has um, abused us or uh, wronged us doesn't have to be responsible for what they did. Not at all. Uh, imagine if there is, a, a, like you said, in, in case of abuse or something that is uh, um, legally, um, can be persecuted legally, 
of course, these, these people need to take responsibility for uh, this action. So if you forgive them, it doesn't mean that they won't be responsible in front of, uh, of the law of, of what they did. So uh, I, I believe the first uh, problem when it comes to forgiveness is really understanding what forgiveness is. And that, quite frankly, doesn't have anything to do with the other person. It's, uh, it's only about yourself. And it's realizing that whenever you are affected by these problems, uh, someone abuses you, someone wrongs you, uh, a situation that doesn't serve you and creates uh, issues in your life, you are simply getting stuck in, in that precise moment. It's almost as if you start living in a bubble while the rest of the world moves on. So it's really just uh, piercing that bubble and say, you know what, uh, this situation, uh, this thought, that person, um, that experience didn't serve me. They create a, a lot of... Uh, anger, a lot of resentment, a lot of uh, negative emotions, they don't serve me. So they are exactly what they are. I keep them in my past. And from now on, I decide to move forward and I decide to free myself. It's, it's really, uh, I think of forgiveness like getting back your, your freedom. So that is the first thing. When it comes to uh, women uh, that went to uh, an abuse in particular, um, well, as I said, it is a journey and um, it, it's, it's very difficult. There is um, um, yeah, an, an emotional response that you need to, uh, to take care of. And, um, and, and as I said, it's not something that can, can happen overnight. Uh, you, you have to, uh, truly embrace that, but the first step is understanding that forgiveness has nothing to do with the other person. It's not accepting what they did. It's not upsetting, condoning what they did. It's but, something that uh, benefits you, not them. You don't even have to say anything to them. You don't have to wait for them to come to you and say, "Can you forgive me?" You know, okay. even if they don't. Uh, sorry, even if they don't uh, come to you and they don't agree. They don't want to ask for forgiveness. From their perspective, they done anything wrong. It's not about them, it's about you. So in essence, it's a, a personal thing. It's a personal journey and Absolutely. it's a process. Absolutely. It, it, it's personal, it's a journey, so uh, it, it doesn't happen overnight. And don't meet yourself. If right now, in this precise moment, you cannot forgive, it's okay. That, that, that is a, a, another thing. We, we shouldn't really beat ourselves uh, if we are not ready to forgive. Uh, in my own journey, I, I had to come across a number of situations and I know that in some cases, I managed to forgive the person. In other cases, I haven't. And funny enough, the situation where I haven't been able to forgive that person or move away from that situation is not that or as serious as the ones I managed to move away from. And that is because it's a journey. So I work more to go away from one situation than the other. 
So um, it, it, the fact that you have uh, not forgiven, it, it's okay. Uh, the fact that you have forgiven in one situation and not another is okay. It's it's just embracing and uh, giving yourself a chance. It's really opening up to that possibility, to that uh, opportunity, and then everything will come. It's thinking about it. It's making sure that you know uh, the the idea of forgiveness is in your radar. Very often, it's about that. It is uh, thinking that forgiveness exists. That if you work on that, you can give it, and not to the other person, but to yourself. Yes. So it's a personal responsibility. Yes, it's it's a responsibility that you have towards yourself. You know, otherwise, as I said before, you get stuck and you stay stuck exactly where you are. You don't move uh, forward in life because you, every single step you try to do, there, is, there are it's it's like having uh, lots of uh, uh, springs, you know, that keep you attached. So you try to move forward, but eventually the spring uh, take you back exactly where where you started. So it's cutting free from uh, the springs. What you just uh, explained just brings me to the scriptures. It brings it to the fore, where somebody asks the question, how many times do you forgive? And uh, the Lord Jesus said 70 times seven, so that you, you have to forgive as many times as you can. You know, you're capable of forgiving. Anyway, we are <laughs> going to go to another question that I think is very important and quite salient. People say they forgive, but they can't forget because mm -hmm. of the shame, the guilt, and the pain. Can we explore this further? Oh, well, um, you, you know, I, I, sometimes they say, you know, you, you, to forgive, you need to forget. Uh, personally, I don't agree. Uh, you know, uh, forgetting means that almost thinking that that episode didn't happen. Uh, but it did happen, right? So it, it is part of your life. It is part of your experience. Uh, you have learned from that. And that's, I think, the real key. Um, whenever something happens to you, it, it's uh, uh, even uh, and something that appears to be negative in that particular moment because it, it affects you deeply. Looking back, it might be your greatest blessing. Uh, you know, you can only, uh, as they say, you can only connect the dots uh, looking backward and not forward. Um, so I, I can see in my life that a lot of the things that happened to me may lead to better situation because, you know, problems are never problems. Problems are uh, almost gifts. Uh, problems uh, makes you grow. Uh, you can only move to the next level going through uh, through problems. I, I believe it was Churchill who said, if you go to, through hell, keep going. He didn't say stop and go back, you know, turn back. He said, keep going. Because then you know that you are going 
to be in a better position, in a better situation, to have a better life afterwards, because your understanding is, is greater. And your understanding of yourself, first and foremost, is greater. You, you test yourself. You have a better uh, knowledge of what your uh, limits are or uh, how far you can push yourself to achieve new things. And, and, and this is uh, absolutely price, priceless. So, um, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't want to forget. It's part of my experience, everything that came to me. And uh, uh, it's something that made me grow. Even if in this precise moment, I cannot see it because I'm too close to, uh, to be objective. I know that if I go forward in life and then I look back, I can connect the dots. We okay. are right now exactly where we are supposed to be, to be ready and be equipped to live exactly the next thing that comes to our life. So even all these uh, difficult situations are nothing more than tools in our hands that we can use to keep us and move forward. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and they give you strength. You know, if everything is, is fine, everything is, uh, uh, is beautiful, life is easy. You don't test yourself. You don't learn new things because everything you have, all the tools that you already have are enough. Your life is easy. It's only when you have problems and when you have to go through troubles that you have to become resourceful. You have to learn new things. You have to uh, push your boundaries, push your limits and grow. So negative uh, situations are, neg ne are never negative, sorry. Um, they, they may appear negative in that precise moment, but they are never uh, in the long term. These are exactly what the situation that make us grow. Even when there is something like abuse, even situations that are so terrible and that can affect us for many, many years, when we start to come out of that, we have a level of understanding of other people. First and foremost, we will never do anything like that to others, which makes us grow as people, as individuals. So it, it's, it's about considering the, the good in, uh, in everything that has come from that situation that we have learned through that situation. That leads me to the next question. Have you gone through any form of abusive uh, abuse or any abusive situation? And how did you handle it and rise above it? Well, that is a, a tough question to, to answer. Um, yes, uh, actually, when I was a, a child, uh, I was about 10 years old, I started to, to be molested uh, by a neighbor. And... Um, I didn't talk about uh, that experience with, with anybody. I, I kept it a uh, secret. The first time, in fact, uh, I started talking about it was with my therapist after I burned out. However, uh, that situation really affected me in so many ways. Um, 
I started to have uh, a bad relationship, for example, with food, uh, because I used uh, food as um, a sort of boundary with, uh, uh, with the rest of the world, especially men. Um, I, I realized that big women normally don't get uh, enough attention or unwanted uh, attention. So uh, that is something that uh, kept me uh, stuck all, all my life. And I never quite connected the two uh, situations. It was only with, with the therapy that I started to, uh, to analyze all the uh, forms of uh, um, consequences of, of what I went through. Um, but, you know, uh, for me, uh, it was really during uh, psychotherapy, uh, realizing uh, and analyzing those situations and those consequences and how much it was affected my life and how much it had affected my entire life. Uh, that was the, the turning point. Um, so one day I decided that enough was enough and uh, uh, that it wasn't fair for me to uh, continue punishing myself. Because you see, that person that molested me uh, passed 28 years ago. And I kept punishing myself and abusing myself since then. So there was something, it was almost as uh, an abuser was still in my system inside me. So I had to take responsibility for that. And I, I think I had to take ownership on, on my life and decide that enough was enough. That from that moment forward, I had to keep everything, um, you know, free. I had to keep my life free from, from those memories and from, from those, those situations. I, I, I had to stop punishing myself. Um, so what I did in practice was actually to write a letter in Italian to that person. Uh, and in that letter, I, uh, I said, well, you know, you did all these horrible things to me. And this is how I felt. These are the consequences. This is how uh, those situations affected my life, my entire life up to today. And, and then I had to say, you know, from now on, that's enough. I give myself permission to, to move forward. I give myself the freedom to get rid of all the, the pain, all the resentment, all the anger that is associated with, with that early experience. And I move on. And the, the funny bit was that um, I had this letter written, typed in, in Italian. And then for some reason, I translated it in English. And I, I'm still trying to figure out why. And my explanation is that having lived in a English-speaking country uh, for almost 20 years, I needed to have that letter in a language that I could analyze. So I had these two copies and I kept the English one for basically studying. And then I took the Italian one, the Italian copy, and I held a sort of ceremony where I burned that letter. I didn't say anything specific. Uh, I didn't think of anything. It was just a, a very um, simple act of, of burning it. But as soon as the letter started to burn and the words and letters disappeared into ash, 
uh, I started to feel immediately better. And the day after, it was so shocking almost for me because I realized that I didn't have a pain on my shoulder, my neck. For the first time, my shoulders were down where they were always supposed to be. Uh, I realized for the first time in so many years that I had a neck. Um, so basically what I realized was that all the negative emotions that I was carrying uh, in my life, they were actually uh, converted into physical energy. And it was almost as my body was completely um, under the tension related to those emotions. And the moment I burned the letter, the negative emotions almost disappeared. And, and that freed also my body. So it wasn't just my mind and, uh, and my soul, it was my body as well. So it, it was a, a kind of surreal uh, experience, to be honest, to go through. I don't know if there is a, 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 an explanation, a, a scientific explanation for what happened. Um, my, um, I, I, was, I would think, I would suggest that perhaps my uh, brain picked up on, uh, on that ceremony and, uh, and said, you know, this is, uh, this is something important. This is something meaningful, or almost like a, a religious uh, ceremony, you know? Uh, and, and because of that, I, I just uh, started to feel a little bit better. Now, did I uh, close that uh, episode? No, there are still uh, situations that I need to, to address. For example, my relationship with food. However, I don't carry anger. I don't carry resentment towards that person. And I, I can talk without crying. Uh, I remember the very first or oh, the first few um, sessions that I had with my therapist talking about that experience. Uh, I, I was getting so uh, so stuck with with my body, and I remember one day I, I closed my uh, my fist, and uh, uh, the whole hand became almost blue uh, because of the of the energy that I was concentrating on 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 my fist, and. My therapist had, had to stop immediately the, the session and uh, uh, calm me down. So this is how much uh, we can uh, transfer, how much uh, energy we can, we can transfer from uh, a situation that really affects us uh, at an emotional level into physical level, in, into our body. And if we look at all the people that are carrying emotions, negative emotions in their life that are stuck in their life, they always have some sort of physical issue. You know, they, they, they have pains that, you know, they, they cannot quite explain. There is nothing wrong with them. They, they cannot find a, 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 an explanation through the standard, the conventional medicine. But that is really how much we are stuck because it's our brain that is uh, keeping us in, in that situation, in that, uh, with that tension, living with that tension. That must have been a, a profound experience, uh, having the ceremony and then burning it, like you're free. Even as the ashes were melting, you're free. You have the sense of freedom. So in a way, it connotes um, a, like a spiritual thing, or is it 
not only spiritual, it's also therapeutic. Would you agree with that? Yes, I mean, I, I didn't burn uh, the letter because I uh, I thought it was some sort of uh, a spiritual ceremony. But I think for my brain, it, it appeared to be something like that. Uh, and it was certainly something that freed me, uh, not just psychologically, but also uh, uh, bodily, because my, my body started to, to feel better. It wasn't as, as stuck uh, as it used to be. Uh, and that was fantastic. I mean, uh, for someone who has uh, almost never saw the, uh, their own uh, neck because their shoulders were so high, uh, and immediately one day um, find out that, yeah, they can put their shoulder down, they can walk uh, without that tension, is it, such a remarkable thing. Uh, only if you experience something like that, you can really understand what it what it means, and that is the level of uh, of tension that was coming from a, an emotional situation. I think I I can connect with what you're saying because I've um, gone through abuse myself, and for so long I couldn't stand men because of the trauma I went through. Well, the minute I started letting go, you know, I, I always felt tensed in some parts of my body, maybe um, my stomach, as well as my back, my lower spine. But the minute I started letting go, I felt a bit of relief in the sense that the pain was reduced, it was dissipating. And then when I finally let go, I didn't experience the bodily uh, pain or ache. Mm. Oh, I understand what you're saying. It resonates with what I've experienced. So I quite agree with you that when you let go, you feel free. Not only emotionally, you also feel free physically as well as spiritually. Absolutely. Absolutely. So this leads me to the next question. Are there boundaries that need to be adhered to so that we don't have people reacting to us negatively. Hmm. Yeah, boundaries are, are, are something so important to raise. Um, you know, whenever uh, our culture, I think, uh, doesn't really uh, understand the power of, um, of, of boundaries. And for, for example, you know, with people, you know, we are always told, oh, you know, you be, be nice, be good accept this, accept that. And we don't really uh, protect ourselves by, by doing that. My, my thoughts right now, uh, after having gone through uh, different experiences, negative experiences, is we absolutely must raise boundaries. You know, it's, uh, it's really uh, for our own sake. And that means making sure that what, whenever there is something that, that doesn't really serve us, whether it's a situation, whether it's a, a thought, whether it's a, a person, we need to create a distance between us and them. And that is what is uh, boundaries. Now, the, the real question is, how do we create those boundaries? And how can we re recognize that something needs to be away from us 
for example, I, I'm, I'm using the example of a person because it's a, a little bit easier to, to understand. If there is someone that doesn't, in our life, that doesn't serve us, so doesn't make us grow, uh, it keeps us stuck, it, it abuses us even worse, then that person doesn't serve us, right? So we want to make sure that that person is as far away as possible from us. Now, in order to understand that that person doesn't serve us, the first thing to do is go inside and start working on ourselves. Is start to understand uh, what it means uh, loving ourselves, what it means understanding our sense of self-worth, uh, what, what it means uh, increasing the self-esteem, for example, that we have. Because only at that point, only when we understand and appreciate uh, how much we are worth, we have a good sense of uh, self-esteem, uh, we love ourselves, only at that point we can say, okay, this person is not serving us because we don't want to hurt us, right? Um, so we want to make sure that uh, we are in the best possible situation. Now, imagine that, for example, you are taking care of someone, of a child. If you love that child, you don't want that child to uh, go through difficult situations, right? So if there is a danger, you try and protect that child. Now, it's so easy when we think of another person, when we need to protect someone else. And yet so difficult when that person is us. But it's exactly the same thing. In order to be able to understand what doesn't serve, it, serve us, we need to understand what serves us. So we need to start loving ourselves. We need to start, uh, you know, have an understanding of how much we are worth, that we are good, we are good enough. I hope that that uh, helps and, and uh, explain the... Yes, it has. Uh, they, they, yes, we need to have self-love because if you don't love yourself, how can other people love you? Uh, absolutely. But it, it's so easy when you think of uh, uh, another person, like, for example, a child that you want to protect, right? Uh, it, it's easy to, to imagine you have this child. If this child is in a situation of danger, you want to protect them. So you know that that danger is a situation or a person that doesn't serve them because it's danger. It's not as easy when it comes to us because we, you know, we have to really have a good appreciation. We have to have this love, unconditional love towards ourselves in the same way we would have unconditional love towards that child. In fact, this is a sort of exercise that I've done many times since I burned out because I realized that self-love was something I was completely missing. Uh, I, I had to start imagining uh, a child that I was taking care of. And that child had my face, my name, um, talked like me, 
but it was another person. And, and only uh, at, in that moment, I started to uh, really uh, say, well, okay, uh, I need to do something. I need to work on, on, on self-love. And I started to, uh, to, to improve uh, the level of love towards myself. And from that moment, it was almost immediate that I started to recognize what didn't serve me and what did or people that were serving me and people that weren't serving me. And if there is a situation or a person or a thought that doesn't serve you, you put a distance. And, and sometimes it's not, it's not easy because, especially when it comes to people, because you don't want to offend anybody, you know? You, you don't want to say, okay, I don't want you in my life. But there are lots of ways we can uh, put this distance. If that person is very close to us, we can say, you know, um, when you talk this way or when you talk about these topics, for example, I feel bad. These topics are, are not good for me. I don't want to talk about that. If that person respects and loves you, they will stop doing it. And I give you an example. Um, it was a few months ago, um, I, I was over the phone with my mother and she was complaining about something. And it was one day, two days and three days. It was always with this very low mood. And at some point I said, well, look, uh, mom, if you are calling to complain about something, call someone else. Don't call me. I, I'm, I'm dealing with others, uh, other things right now. I'm overcoming uh, depression, I'm overcoming anxiety. I, I cannot deal with this. Now, I, I cannot get rid of my mom. I don't want to get rid of my mom. I, I want her very much in my life. But I had to put a boundary there. I had to let understand that talking and complaining all the time wasn't a good thing for me. I can promise you, my mother never complained with me again. Every single time she calls and we spoke, we speak every single day. She has a big smile. She said, oh, good morning. How are you doing? And how are you? And for me, that is like a, 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 almost as I'm charging my batteries. You know, and, and, and it's exactly the same. So we don't have to uh, take people uh, necessarily away from our life. It's just to let them understand that there are aspects that really are, are, are damaging us. And if they love us, they will stop. If they don't stop, then it means they don't love us enough. So it's, I actually like this um, example you put forward. Like switching off the negativity and mandating or kind of telling the person, can you be positive? I want the positivity switch on. And it worked effectively with your mom. Absolutely. I mean, for me, the negativity wasn't working. You know, that uh, complaining all the time, that mm, face was down, um, she was almost in tears every single day, wasn't helping me. And I tell you something more, it wasn't helping her. It wasn't helping her because she was always sad. She was always on a complaining mood. She was never happy. 
I can tell you, um, I mean, she's in Italy, so we, we are not uh, in the same country, we are not living in the same country, but I can see from the video that the quality, for example, of her skin has improved. That's now, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that she has done nothing else other than changing her focus. And I'm pretty sure that she has changed her focus, not just when she calls me, because perhaps she wasn't aware of that. So sometimes it is just a matter of explaining what uh, is not working for us that actually helps the other person. And we felt that almost uh, guilty in saying something. I felt so guilty when I said that. It was my mom. I didn't want to, I don't know, offend her. I didn't want to make her feel bad. Today, I think, I wish I had done it before because I can see the difference in her, not in me, in her. That's wonderful. So for people, these are for people that obviously we care and care about us. If they don't care about us enough to change, then it's not our problem, it's their problem. You know, uh, there is so much, we cannot control other people. We can control ourselves and what comes towards us. And how we react to it, and which you've done beautifully uh, with this example you've given us. You know, we have to be more self-aware and that's the only way to move forward. Absolutely. And it's not, uh, it's not being uh, selfish. It's actually being selfless because if, for example, going back to the example with my mother, if I was put down emotionally because every single time she was coming over the phone, feeling in a complaining state and feeling bad and feeling low, obviously I couldn't be happy. So she would have seen me unhappy. She would have seen me down. And she would have been also affected as a, a response. So it's a sort of vice circle that, uh, you know, you, you and the other person get stuck in. While the moment I said, wait a minute, I don't like this. So she had to make an effort to change. She did it for me, but that affected her life. So it's not about being selfish. Obviously, you have to protect yourself. But ultimately, if the other person understands that what doesn't serve you perhaps doesn't serve them either, you know, they, they, they will benefit from that. So it's actually selfless. Mm, that's quite interesting. So what uh, take-home message do you have for women? Oh, well, uh, big responsibility here. Well, you know, uh, especially women that have gone through uh, abuse and uh, really tough situations, uh, just be, um, be good with yourself and uh, look inside, uh, start to um, improve your sense of uh, self-love, uh, self-esteem, your sense of uh, self-worth. Because every single time we go through abuse uh, or abusive situations, um, we tend to uh, reduce the uh, self-love that we, we have and we experience. 
we start thinking that we are not good enough, we are not worth, uh, and that's why we are treated that way. But if we take ownership of our own existence and we start saying, you know what, I'm worth, that action is not a problem or me and my problem, but it's their problem. It's their uh, part of the, the, the work. It's something that they are missing in their life. They think that they are sort of, um, they miss something in their own life and they think that by abusing me, they can get it, but they don't. So it's their own problem. And, and then, once you have developed that sense of self-love, you will be able to put raised boundaries, as we said. Uh, and when it comes uh, after raising boundaries, so you have created some space between you and that situation, then you can perhaps start the process of uh, a journey with forgiveness. And uh, considering that forgiveness is exactly what we said at the beginning, is something that is for you, is at your own benefit and on of anybody else is about moving forward. It's about not being stuck uh, in your past. Uh, it's getting rid of those stones on your rucksack and uh, you know, get the best life you, you can uh, because you deserve it. It's as simple as that. Thank you, Rosanna, for sharing with us. This has been a wonderful episode. If you enjoyed this episode, kindly subscribe to the podcast, share and comment. You can reach us at risingaboveshadowsofabuse at gmail.com and our social media platforms. Comment, share it and see you on our next episode. Thank you. Rising Above Shadows of Abuse podcast with Grace Offbach.